we transfer is like, well, they, because they wanted to get behind great ideas. They, that's why it exists, right? It exists. Yeah. It, it's not to send the file. It is to make a client happy, to get like your your music out, to to make, you know deliver the great video. That's that's why they got into this. It's the same reasons why we got started with Fifty Three. Like we got into it because people have those ideas locked in your head, and you have to get them out. And that's sort of where we then you know started thinking about well, what if it's not about just sending files, but it's really about the transfer of ideas. It's about the movement of ideas. It is we want to be the company that's behind every great idea. And that's, then that's what then led to sort of this idea of like building a set of tools to move ideas. Welcome to 14 Minutes of SaaS, the show where you can listen to the stories and opinions of founders of the world's most remarkable SaaS scale-ups. In episode 103 of 40 Minutes of SaaS, the third in a six-part series with WeTransfer Chief Innovation Officer George Pechnik, he explains why he was compelled to build both a software and a hardware product from scratch, and at the same time, in order to deliver on the why for his company 53, that is to get behind great ideas. In doing this, 53 managed to deliver a phoenix-like resurrection of the stylus and we learn how he saw WeTransfer's acquisition of 53 as an entrance, not an exit, and not just entry into a huge channel, which WeTransfer is, of course, more than that, a truly brand-based acquisition, a meeting of minds and values across the Atlantic from New York to Amsterdam. What products did you set out to build? Uh, the first product ended up being paper, but we actually built two products at the same time. I mean, we didn't know how, like, we, we, we didn't really know what these products were being called. It was called, like, journal at first, right? Um, and then we tried to build this other product called pen. But it ended up being paper and pencil, which I think is much better names. But so we built, you know, paper was a really exciting product for us because um, we had taken a lot of the lessons um, that you would actually gain from design school about sketching and drawing and visualizing. And we essentially developed like software and computer graphics algorithms to make those really approachable and easy, you know, so that anyone actually picking up, you know, drawing or sketching on an iPad would actually benefit from them. So mm -hmm. we developed ways where you could think through color using like watercolor as sort of a proxy of that, but actually anyone could do it, like even without this having to have the hard skills of learning how to do watercolor, right? But you could really draw with color. We worked through how um, you know people could very quickly like draw and control lines. Um, so we developed a lot of um, you know algorithms that essentially would make every, anyone's drawing look great. And and that again is then this positive feedback loop when someone is getting an idea out and they see it just beautifully rendered as they're creating. You know it encourages you to overcome that moment where you're going to be like your harshest critic, right? Yeah. You're seeing your idea for the first time. Let's make sure it looks good so that you keep creating that idea. And that is essentially that became sort of the essence of, of paper, right? We built this very game-like environment where, you know, getting your ideas out was encouraged and looked really good. And that has actually been, and that actually really defines sort of how creation and mobile creation or gesture-based creation on iPad should work and became sort of the, the standard for inks um, for, for many years. Amazing. for many years to come. We're also building a digital stylus at that same time. Like it was sort of our belief that 
you know, you have to solve sort of that problem of how to express an idea and render it in, in, in with pen, touch, and ink. You had to build the hardware and the software together, right? That's a which was really that a was big know, challenge. That it, of course, it's a huge challenge, right? Because the teams work very differently. It's 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 costly to do this. You have to invest a lot in R and D. It's you know you know hard, hardware development is super different from software development, right? It, like iterative development and design from software, which is like you know the the standard practice, right? That does not work with hardware. Like it's it's just you can't like say like oh yeah we'll we'll fix it. Yeah. You know you yeah. you no you, you you can't like you got to be really sure before you make hundred thousand of these things that it actually works really well, right? It's a completely different development process. But that said, that that pairing of like a great you know the stylus that enables the hand to think and the software to respond correctly. Right. We were able to do that then, essentially, and then Pencil became the sort of our second product. It was our harder product that became the best-selling digital stylus in the world. Yeah, pencil and paper. Pencil and paper. That's right. And but then, fantastic. yeah, and then that led into sort of then our, 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 the last really really great challenge that we started then working on at 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 53, which is essentially how do you get really people and teams then to create together. So paper and pencil was very much about individual creativity and creation and getting your ideas out and with paste. We then really started looking at how do teams as a whole create. Yeah, and I mean, and even just taking it back to the first two there, um, you know, humans designed to humans evolved to to wield things, and, and it's why we. I mean, even now, you know, despite working in digital all the time, I, you know, I have these notes written all over yeah. a piece of paper here because every now and then I like to pick a pen up. Yeah, and and and, and you know, actually create. Sometimes I can transmit my my thoughts. In fact, always I can transmit my thoughts better if I'm wielding something than yeah. if I'm just typing because that's how I evolved. That's right. Humans uh, are tool makers. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so then you got onto paste, and and this is some. This is like a huge. This was a huge leap to connect up teams to allow collaboration. To uh, uh, it was like the next the next step because design is collaborative usually, yeah. uh, and um, and it's probably something that you're. You know, even though you, you've produced a very successful product, it's probably something that you'll continue working out for for years to come. Right? Yeah, I mean that's essentially then also led us to to sell the sale of fifty three then to WeTransfer. Okay. Right. So so at, you know that was like now we're jumping ahead to like 2000, 2018. We need a bigger stadium. We need a bigger audience. Right. And um, you know we knew of of WeTransfer as like one of the greatest creative forces or creative brands in Europe, right? But it was fairly unknown in the United States. But we knew like one like WeTransfer has been supporting you know the, the the you know creativity in all of its shapes and sizes and forms, right? And we're not just talking like art or drawing. We're talking like anyone who's out there like trying to get a new out new idea into the world, right? That's how we think about creativity very broadly. So they've been really supporting that large audience, about 50 million people that come to WeTransfer every month. Like, um, they send over one and a half billion files on, on WeTransfer. So it's a, it's a juggernaut like when it comes to that, but hardly known in, in, in the US in comparison to its, its, its notoriety in, in Europe. So we saw that and you know, to us, you know, we saw in this opportunity as we started working with, um, with the team uh, that you know, we could really take that idea of the, the of sending a file, of transferring a file, and when you now get to the why, well, why is that actually happening? Why, why did Boss and the team actually get built, 
we transfer is like, well, they, because they wanted to get behind great ideas. They, that's why it exists, right? It exists. Yeah. It, it's not to send the file. It is to make a client happy, to get like your your music out, to to make, you know deliver the great video. That's that's why they got into this. It's the same reasons why we got started with Fifty Three. Like we got into it because people have those ideas locked in your head, and you have to get them out. And that's sort of where we then you know started thinking about well, what if it's not about just sending files, but it's really about the transfer of ideas. It's about the movement of ideas. It is we want to be the company that's behind every great idea. And that's, then that's what then led to sort of this idea of like building a set of tools to move ideas, right? So, so, it's, so it's, it was, um, so it, it was a very strategic acquisition uh, in the proper sense yeah. of that word. And, and it, it, it extended you and it extended them and made you more complete that's right. in terms of being the, the, being the, 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 the vector for moving things yeah. and uh, for, for, for freeing up. Yeah. I, think, I think you said getting out of the way of things. There, yeah, know. so th that is like sort of really like, you know, in terms of like the design philosophy and product philosophies, I mean, there's always been like this, you know, this idea of being like, um, you, know, you know, simple and straightforward, but tools that allow for mastery. And why do you want to design for that is so that, you know, your mind actually can can stay in the flow, right? You need, or the way how we transfer, we, we spoke about that, and we speak about this now is like, Tools have to be, you know, needs to be a beautiful, um, they need to be beautifully obvious, right? But not shallow, right? Gotcha. But not, and, and that's something like, you know, in, in paper, in paste, in like even the or file sharing product, right? It looks very simple. You just drop a file onto your upload and, well, but behind the scenes, like there's actually pretty much like high reliability delivery. You get, Re delivery receipts, notifications, tracking. Like, I mean, there's a very, very complex world behind actually that product that makes sure like for a sender that this is just an effortless activity, right? But that is sort of like where, where um, you know, again, the, the brand ethos, there was a really, really great match. You know, I mean, use the word, this was a strategic, you know, acquisition, right? It's like, I like to think of it as actually like, and that's, that, you know, we'll see more and more of that actually that, you know, um, that this is actually a, it's, it was a brand-based acquisition, right? And that's very unusual for tech. Like usually, it's like you know more market share, or you know we're taking like this yeah. widget here. It's or these the, are or that's a technologies, or exactly <laughs> a threat, right? We, like, but but like in in other industries, like in you know in fashion and in um, you know in, in definitely in, in in entertainment, like you know a lot of decisions are motivated or start with brand, and we're going to see that I think more and more in the tech space too, right? Yeah. Because because consumers today, we start caring much more about the why, right? I mean, it's, this, is, this is where we are. Like, we know how to build now software products. We know how to run services, online services. You know, we know how to build an advertising network, right? We, but the question is like, well, but is it doing the right thing for us and for society? And we can actually ask ourselves, like, you know, you know, I think more deeper questions about responsibility. Like in the past, it was, you know, look, the reality was we were just so glad to just get anything out and working. Like it's the truth. Like at the beginning of my career, everyone was just like, yay, the code compiled. We are so lucky. And it's changing, I know. But in technology, I always found marketing uh, in, in terms of brand equity and the thought behind it, I always thought it was very unsophisticated. And I always felt that because it was a new frontier. Hmm. And when you looked at things, even if it's beer, you look at Guinness, for example, or you just pick anything, anything that's been around for a long time, yeah. because the playing field is largely set, and because the differences are more subtle, they become incredibly sophisticated uh -huh. and incredibly deep about thinking 
about why they exist and who they are and you know and how they can best express that but I always felt it was unsophisticated in over the years in technology there was exceptions like Apple and stuff like that but is there truth in that do you feel because you, you yeah, know more about this than it's, 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 it's correct like established in particular in like you know consumables or product you know um, you know, a consumable good industries like beverages, uh, like there is a high premium placed on on brand as as a differentiator, right? I mean, there are other reasons for this too. Sure. Um, especially when you get into like you know, like you, you do use brands also to protect a certain quality of your product, right? And that I think is actually more the interesting. Um, so I mean, you you have trade dress like a Coca Cola bottle, right? I mean, you know, everything about that experience is essentially branded so that the good itself, you know, is coming from a particular source, and there's a guarantee of service. Right? Okay. Yeah. So you know, and it, 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 it sort of you know gives you a guarantee that the product that you're going to get is the real thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's this is like this is very 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 thought out. Thought out, right? You know, with software, it is very similar. Like there is more and more a guarantee, right, that you will get when you're working with one company over the other of what sort of that service, that customer relationship is going to be like, right? I think the way we're headed now is that, you know, because you can actually build multiple products. Like at this point, you have multiple note-taking products, you have multiple drawing products, you have multiple email products. Multiple, like the reason why people will choose one experience over the other is ultimately think about you know what is the type of business and brand relationship you're going to have with the, the makers of that yeah right you know you have a choice of you know a, a free um, you know document editor that you can get from Google okay yeah but be aware of the brand and the business relationship you're entering there and you know we will and learn more price. about that there is a price to yeah. You know, you know, 1.9 billion people are getting email for free. I don't, you know, there is a price. Yeah. There is a price. This is not like, you know, this is not a not-for-profit organization, right? There's a reason why, you know, Google is giving you email for free. And, you know, I would say like, in fact, like, you always, in particular with technology, if it's too easy, you should double check it why it is so easy for you to just create a free email account, right? Because there is usually like, you know, a, a deal in this case, like, yes, you know, you know, Google places ads against your content. So, and that's sort of like where I think like, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see as that evolves and we're getting more literate and more mature, I think about sort of, you know, the, the type of technologies you adopt. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's sort of where brand is just going to play a more important role. And you can, you can, sorry, I'm not going on and on, like, because no, you, when you look at, you know, Apple has elevated privacy as one of their brand values, right? And they're leaning into this very heavily. Like, mm -hmm. Microsoft has, is leaning into enablement, right? It's a big deal, right? They started building, like, game controllers for, you know, one, I think the most terrific designs is actually, like, you know, um, a highly accessible game controller, right? That makes gaming, you know, more accessible to you know, um, um, you know, communities that struggle with sight or struggle with uh, hands and, and motion, right? When I look at sort of like some of the brand values at at, at um, you know, we transfer, you know, there's 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 a, there's a huge belief in making like creativity more accessible, and also like you know, and and you know, the company is willing to take stances behind that, and also empowering and enabling more voices, right? So it's. It's, it's, I love the fact that like, you know, companies are now taking stronger positions or should be taking stronger positions.
in the next episode, episode 104 of 14 Minutes of Sass, the fourth in our six-part series with George, we'll hear why we transfer can dance with the Microsofts and the Googles of this world. And George talks about the power of having two business models operating in tandem. Who says a profitable freemium doesn't exist? You've been listening to 14 Minutes of SaaS. Thanks to Mike Quill for his creativity and problem-solving skills, to Ketsu for the music, and to Anders Getz for the transcript. This episode was brought to you by me, Stephen Cummins. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to share it with your network, subscribe to the series, and of course, give the show a rating.